Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Thunderstruck. Adjective. Shocked and amazed by the power of fun on Carnival. Riding Bolt, the world's first roller coaster at sea, Brian got thunderstruck so hard, his 93-year-old grandmother felt it 3,000 miles away in Nebraska and immediately booked a cruise. Hooray! Get Thunderstruck starting at 289. Carnival. Choose fun. Cruises are in U.S. dollars per person, double occupancy. Taxes, fees, and port expenses additional. Restrictions apply. Full details on Carnival.com. Ships Registry, Bahamas, Panama. Ladies and gentlemen, you want experience during your football season? Well, buckle up, sweet cheeks. That's all we need. We've got all the experience in the world. This is I Want Your Flex with Dan Beyer and Mike Harmon. Mike and Dan break down everything you need to set your lineups. From position rankings to starts and sits, the guys help you make those hard decisions. And now, let's get your flex on. Here's Dan Beyer and Mike Harmon. You may have had low expectations heading into the opener for week four of Thursday Night Football. I'm telling you, Mike, Jaguars and Bengals, though, delivered an entertaining game as we kick off. I guess it's kind of the quarter post. I don't know, 18 weeks of where we're going to actually put it. But week four is here with the Bengals surviving against Jacksonville, 24 to 21. Fun game all around, Dan. I mean, you know, I celebrate all 272 of them plus the playoffs. But, you know, some are better than others. Obviously, as you go through, I could do another Bears-Browns rant if you want. But this one, I mean, you got a, a... very good first half out of the Jaguars. And really, there were a bunch of stats as I, I we watched it live and, and commented live, Jason Smith and I on the network, that they just mirrored each other. Number of plays called from each team in the first half versus the second. Time of possession, first half to second. Uh, Joe Burrow's a magic man that uh, I think people should start giving a – put a little respect on his name. But for fantasy purposes, you got a new tight end that shows up in Uzama. Uh, five for 95 and two. Tyler Boyd, after mocking the Steelers and their effort at the end of week three, he came through with nine for 118. And my guy, James Robinson. There he was front and center run the ball run the ball 78 and 2 if you remember when we last spoke it's one of the things that i left you with was urban meyer had a lot of good things to say about james robinson after their week three loss to arizona and then we found out carlos hyde was going to be out with the shoulder injury uh just didn't feel right in pregame warm-up so it ended up being robinson's show and he and he took it and ran with it and i think that he was he was going to be part of the show Anyway, just from what Urban Meyer said uh, on Sunday after their their game. And so it was reflective in his usage. Uh, 18 carries, 78 yards, the two touchdowns you mentioned there. And when you think about what they have now on offense – 
and you lose uh, DJ Chark to that uh, fractured ankle, yeah. and who knows whenever he's going to be back. The options are limited, and and I also think that Urban Meyer, for for calling what heartbreaking the the loss heartbreaking after the yeah, game. He needs a hug. He does need a hug. I I do think the piling on of Urban Meyer is way too much on social media. I think that he kind of needs a little bit of a break. I'm glad that he cares, but the 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 part about it that I think is going to happen, Mike, is I do think that he is going to want to get a win so bad and that it's going to be, all right, let's just let's run James Robinson if we have to. Their next three are Titans, Dolphins, and Seahawks, and maybe there could be opportunities in any of those games. Those teams, uh, specifically the Dolphins and Seahawks, have had periods where they didn't look so great, you know, didn't sure. look too hot this season. So James Robinson is a name. You've been on him since the end of last season of, of a play, and, and I just think it continues because of what Urban Meyer wants, and that's going to be a, a win at some point the near future yeah it's one of those services that that i want to provide i think dan if i if i were to get away from radio and and go into just consulting for coaches before you hit a podium and how to win uh at the podium or at least not take huge losses along the way right we saw it with doc rivers and what's going on with ben simmons going back to his comments in june right hey can you win with them i i don't know it's like they didn't ask in general. They they asked about him specifically, <laughs> and now you're trying to walk it back. Matt Nagy, week after week with the Bears. That's well chronicled on this podcast and everything I've done on the network, uh, so you can go find that in podcast form all over the place. Uh, but for Urban Meyer in the postgame of this one against the Bengals, and you know, talk about what he is on the sidelines and whatever, that's the same guy that was there at Ohio State and in every other stop, right? He, he looks like every play is taking his last out of energy uh, and that he's he's going to you know have that moment but in the post game when he got into the heartbreaking and you could just hear it in his voice because he's not used to losing right likewise Trevor mm-hmm. Lawrence you know to, to put the two together but he's got four losses he's tied his high school and college totals already but he was all like well we did some good things on the ground the offensive line was good we made some plays downfield right they had the 52 yarder to chenault jr that was a big play like he just went through a rolodex you know we we had clean right we didn't turn it up all over he's like checking the stats just verifying with the the reporters and it was just that was leadership to me of all right we got some good things and we're building whereas the urban meyer comments it's like and and likewise, I don't know what's going on in the locker room. I don't know what his message was there. But when he got out and was frontward facing and, and you know, got into this, you know, that guy cares and big hearts and all this. It's like it's good sentiment, but it's also, you know, you're a quarter of the way through the season. So to be talking in those terms to me is, is, is a little concerning, at least mm. from where I sit doesn't mean you've lost a locker room because we've heard a million other things along the way right uh about these jaguars since they showed up for training camp and even before but like i i just wanted a we did some good things and there wasn't a lot of that after the monday night loss don't don't be don't be a sheep mike you know don't like don't don't get into that group of the urban meyer pile honors because it's so easy to do you see it on twitter all the time don't do it i i just i don't know what you could expect from this jaguars team i even said as much with doug gottlieb um on on thursday on the show and when doug and i were talking on on his show of I, I get it, and you and I probably have talked about it as well, and I understand that there are people that don't like Urban Meyer, and Urban Meyer's not been perfect uh, in his first few months as an NFL head coach. But it also was arguably the worst roster in the league. They, won, they lost 15 straight games last season. So to try to turn it around, you know, at this point, and I would even take some of the comments that he made, the whole, you know, Fangio thing. I think some of that stuff is small talk. I just think I think he's an easy target, and I think that he's low-hanging fruit for people that want to take shots. It, it, they, they had a really good first half, they you did. know, against Cincinnati. that's what he should have been building on. You know. But, I mean, that's what he should have been talking about in the post instead of, you know, this is the defeatist part was concerning to me. Look, I, I like a lot of the parts of the roster, right? And, and you're building. You're going from ground up, and you got a quarterback that is going to be your leader. And, no, I, I don't think he's quitting. I don't think any of that. I think it's a long season. 
We'll see how it plays. And as you said on the schedule, there's at least games they should be competitive in, and they mm-hmm. build, right? They fought last week. They fight in week four. And it's like, I don't bury him, but he's a guy that's got enough in his past and departures have been uh, curious, uh, et cetera. So, I mean, there's just a lot there that folks are going to dive onto. For me, it's we read and react, yeah. right? So we're right after a game, and these are the post-game quotes of a guy who sounds like nothing's working, like he's throwing it against the wall. And it's like, no, you had a lot of good in that first half. I love the fact that they went for the touchdown at the end of the first half. I thought that was fantastic. That was you- that that was the perfect example. And I'm sorry to interrupt. Of of where I think this this mob of people go after Urban Meyer because. It's damned if you do, damned if you don't. Mike, imagine what Twitter would have been if he actually kicked the field goal and they made it. You know, like four, fourth and one, you know, at the end of the first half, people would have been like, why are you kicking the field goal? Just punch it in. And because they went and they tried to get it in and didn't get it, I think that there are a vast majority of people um, that would have criticized them for that. And I yeah, just no, – that's right. what I think is – I think that is unfair. No matter what was going to happen – uh, it, it, you know, a, anything short of a touchdown, he would have gotten criticized for kicking the field goal um, in that scenario if he would have done that. So. Yeah, my, my base thing with it, Dan, even in, the, in that moment, and I know a lot of folks disagreed, a number of our colleagues at Fox Sports Radio, you know, it, it's like you, you're the Jaguars, okay? You got to look in the mirror and know who you are. You've had a dominant half against a team that's 2-1, and one. you're a heavy underdog, and your team's playing as well and co- as cohesive as it has all season and then some. If you can go punch that in at the end of the half, I mean, that's not that there's anything as moral victories and whatever else, but to say you played that dominant of a half and showing faith in your guys that they could get that yard, I thought that was awesome. And I love that. I love that in the moment, which is what made his comments afterwards so disheartening to me. The the other thing about that scenario that I don't think people realize was that it wasn't like there was three seconds left on the clock. Right. There were 50 seconds left on the clock. So if you kick a field goal, you go up 17 to nothing. Cincinnati still now has 50 seconds and an opportunity to get the the, the, fo- the football. So there was no guarantee that they were going to go into halftime up 17 right. points. And you've done a good job. So, all right, if you don't get it, all right, defense, go to work. Just finish the half. Don't let anything stupid happen. Fine. It's 14 nothing. Go. And Absolutely. then they got worked in the second half. But you know what? In, in the end, I, I I saw some building blocks, and that's I, I hope that they can really actually take from it. Just, I don't know. I, I, I'm tired of watching coaches go up there like they've never done a press conference before and getting, from, the, getting uh, you know, a bright light kind of thing going on. It's like you don't have to give your heart. Your team did it on the field. And reflect that and show that, you know, you're proud of the job they did. Yeah, you lost the game. Again, you're not a playoff team. So take what you can positive from it and that you've got your quarterback and you've got a couple of playmakers ready for you and go from there. Mike Harmon piling on like the rest of them again. Jeez, what is this world coming to? Well, get him on Twitter. How, how about you just, get, you know, giving him a free pass, Dan? <laughs> Hey, brought Ohio State a national championship. That's not, that's not doing him do? any good right now, is it? <laughs> Get Mike Doesn't on mean Twitter. a damn thing. Get Mike on Twitter <laughs> at Swoladove. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Byer on Fox. I'll just say this one other thing. I don't think Trevor Lawrence is playable at this time. However, just monitor him. Uh, only 204 yards in the air, and we mentioned they lose DJ Chark. So there is going to be uh, an, an issue in the passing game. But Trevor Lawrence did show more of his ability to run the football on on Thursday night, did get into the end zone. So something to monitor just uh, throughout these next couple of weeks when you're thinking of uh, of maybe other plays. Just keep an eye on Trevor Lawrence. Okay, so we go from Jaguars uh, and Bengals to Buccaneers and Patriots. And the reason I just want to hit on this game, Mike, is because Tom Brady and Bill Belichick are obviously the two biggest stories in all of this. And I found it absurd that ESPN actually put a graphic up of the return to Foxborough and had Brady, Gronk, 
and Antonio Brown on the graphic. <laughs> he played in one game, and by the way, it was a road game in he Miami, scored. so you can't even say that he was in Foxborough. I mean, I mean, like it was it was so absurd of trying to make this like a bigger deal than it is. Look, it's Brady, it's Belichick. Gronk isn't even giving the hype. But the reason I want to bring this up, it's not about who's better and who's going to get the best of who. <laughs> It's who is going to benefit fantasy-wise in this game for how it plays out. And I think that we all expect Bruce Arians and and Byron Leftwich and Tampa Bay to allow Tom Brady to shine in this game. Not that you'd want to play Leonard Fournette or Ronald Jones anyway, but it's not like they're going to be like, let's attack the Patriots on the ground. This is going to be on Brady's shoulders so Brady can do his thing. But then that makes me think, okay, what about the New England side of things? And are there any maybe a couple of stronger plays? Now with James White out for the season for New England, can anybody step up? What do you think about some of the guys in that Buccaneers-Patriots game outside of Brady that could have some fantasy love on Sunday night. See, I like that we get to take the fantasy angle because the rest of it, you know, if I'm sheep on the other one, Dan, this is one where I'm the guy off by himself wandering in the desert because – to me, this is one of uh, 16 games on the week four slate. I mean, because nobody's <laughs> expecting the Patriots to look at the, the run game. Obviously, Damian Harris should have opportunity, but can he do anything with it? Right. So it's awful hard to get all excited about. All right. He's going to get 10 touches, but against that defensive front. And if JPP can get cleared, then, yeah, you know, it, it gets that much more difficult. Right. But we, we look at the the side of things for the Buccaneers I mean Antonio Brown coming back you're going to get back to his eight targets or thereabouts so you're expecting great things you're you're looking at Gronk obviously so long as he's healthy and ready Mm. to go and included in all the pregame hype yeah then then let's dial him up I guess Fournette seeing enough in the passing game that I could potentially flex him out, hoping to get to that double-digit touch. It's not a, an obvious one, but there are a bunch of bad matchups for running backs this week, so maybe he finds his way into your lineup anyway. Evans and Godwin, certainly high-end WR2s, if not better. For the Patriots, that's where it gets interesting. If you want to take a flyer saying, all right, they're chasing, and maybe you know Mac Jones has to finally actually wing it around, then I start looking at Jacoby Myers and the – target count that he's had so far dan nine six and 14 and you look at mm. the yardage total hasn't been there just 44 and 38 yeah. he did have a 94 yard game so i think i'd be looking his way uh this might be a spot where at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar see for yourself when you sign up today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets when you bet just $5, whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Juan Gabriel. Juan Gis. Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Harold G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The tight ends can play, but can you trust them? Probably not. Maybe maybe in one of your $1 daily fantasy leagues, you, you throw them in because of a low valuation. But it's awful hard to trust really any component parts outside of Myers based on, and, and I guess Aguilar is a number three. But beyond that, it's going to be tough. Yeah, yeah, and the injury to James White does not make it easier for uh, for New England, but that will be your Sunday night game. As Mike says, he celebrates all of them. Yeah. For me, trading isn't just a hobby. Right, it's your future. Yeah, so I need a platform that takes trading as seriously as I do. That makes sense. Well, with a community of traders that share strategies right on the platform, we can help you build the future you've been working towards. Think or Swim by TD Ameritrade. So let's get into all of them in week four. Mike, let's get to your top five players at the quarterback, running back, and wide receiver positions. Let's start with the signal callers, your top five QBs for week four in the NFL. QBs, a lot of the usual suspects. Josh Allen coming off that huge week three game. You look against Houston. Houston's been fairly solid, just 20 fantasy points per game uh, to opposing quarterbacks thus far. I'm I'm expecting in the run game, Lovey Smith uh, will have a game plan, but Allen to make a play with his leg, maybe dive in for a score uh, for you and and we're seeing that rounding out of the offense as it is we'll we'll get to one of those par- principles in a minute uh, Patrick Mahomes against Philly Philly ninth best against quarterbacks but we, we've seen the Chiefs they're going to need to score points which means they're going to keep winging the ball this is one of your higher over unders of the week Dan will probably spotlight a few more players along the way Justin Herbert number three going up against the Las Vegas Raiders they're 12th best in the game but love what Herbert and company are doing. Get a clean pocket behind that O-line. And Eckler out of the backfield as a receiver has been fantastic. What, 15 catches the last two weeks? We'll spotlight him again in a second. But Mike Williams, you and I have talked about him a lot. Dan uh, has just been magnificent thus far, opposite Keenan Allen. Expect more of that this week. The aforementioned Tom Brady up against New England. I have no idea what to expect. I would love to see New England figure it out and Bill Belichick gets to ride off on the players' shoulders. But, you know, I'm a realist. That ain't going to happen. And number five, Russell Wilson going up against San Francisco. Opportunities against that banged-up secondary. I will say it right here. Four touchdown passes for Tom Brady Sunday night in New England. There you go. A nice four-pack. Let's get to the running backs, or top five running backs for week four in the National Football League. Derrick Henry continues to run downhill, and he'll also be aided by the fact that all the wide receivers are hurt, so he'll just you know carry everybody <laughs> to him as long as far as he can, right? Third, third most fantasy points allowed to opposing running backs uh, from the New York football Jets. Alvin Kamara going up against the Giants, uh, active in that passing game again. Look for him to have a heavy workload as they play uh, ground control. Number three, Austin Eckler, mentioned him before. Again, middle of the pack against running backs are the Las Vegas Raiders. But we're looking at 16 touches a game, back-to-back games with at least 100 total yards and those 15 receptions the last two weeks. Feeling pretty, pretty good. Uh, DeAndre Swift, why? Because I'm banking on him to break one run. That's it. <laughs> Bears are solid defensively. They just uh, It's hard to tackle when you're tripping over your tongues because you've been on the field a lot. Uh, but he did have, he's averaging about 100 rushing yards per game, right? Uh, that's what the, the Bears are giving up, I should say, right now. So you've got an opportunity there. Yeah, you'll have some Jamal Williams. Uh, but I'm looking for the Lions 
slight underdogs against the Bears uh, to be game, but uh, a big workload for Swift uh, to try to shorten this thing. And then you've got Najee Harris. Uh, this is a good spot for him against Green Bay. Again, muddled mass. And then when you try to break through the noise, because what are we doing? We're reaching for home runs. We're looking mm-hmm. for guys to break out. And Green Bay, without much of a pass rush, uh, I think you can get against them on the run. 20th against running backs thus far, but he's also active in the passing game, and I think we're at, that's where he can make some hay. Yeah, I'm not going to go foolish and start putting Big Ben on any ninja lists anymore. I'm just going to send him a bottle of Ben Gay, and we'll move from there. <laughs> you know, the Camara second, I think a lot of people overreacted uh, with his with his bad game that he had against Carolina in week two. People kind of freaked out a little bit. Had a bounce back last week against New England, and I, like you, expect that continue to continue against the Giants. All right, let's get to the pass catchers, the wide receivers, top five for week four. Any guy that can basically get knocked out and knock flat on his ass and come back to catch two passes to uh, help secure a last-second win goes to the top of the list. Hi, Devontae Adams. You're the man uh, going against Pittsburgh. Uh, might be a little bit of a different game if T.J. Watt's going to be ready to go. Did practice midweek, so we'll keep an eye on that, and maybe that changes things up. But whatever, when you're targeted 15-plus times a game opportunities knock uh time and time again they need to figure out who's going to be the number two in that offense but we're not talking about fixing them we're looking for fantasy points uh number two cooper cup did you ever think we'd be talking about top five and saying you know what he's top five until uh he's deposed 25 catches on 33 targets 367 yards already on another game dan as we talk about point totals you look at the uh over under on this one into the mid 50s uh again number three stefan Diggs going up against houston again opportunity uh and that connection and add a little bit of the ground game starting to find its way with zach moss not world beating uh but at least a little bit of balance uh Tyreek Hill we keep waiting for him to bounce back he's in your top five why because it only takes one play right it's the it only takes one mm-hmm. 197 yards week one just 70 the last two weeks combined Dan uh Philadelphia number one against opposing wide receivers but as I said before you know we've got a game that on paper uh sets up to be a score fest we'll see how that displays and then DJ Moore that's right a little surprise in the top five 22 catches on 31 targets thus far 200 185 yards. You've got Dallas, six most points allowed to opposing wide receivers. And, a, well, a highlight of things to come. Sam, Sam, Sam. No McCaffrey. A lot of DJ Moore in week three. Expecting more of it in week four. Uh, two quick things. Cooper Cup leading the NFL, either by himself or tied in those top three categories. He did appear in the NFL MVP pyramid this week nice. at number nine through three weeks. Uh, Cooper Cup, yes, the second Ram on the pyramid. Who's the other? You'll have to go to at Dan Byer on Fox to Ooh. find out. And then the other thing about Stefan Diggs being on this list, uh, and it kind of relates to one of your top quarterbacks or your top quarterback for week four, and that's Josh Allen. I know there's some bumpy roads the first two weeks, but everybody kind of seems to be getting involved and when we say everybody it's not just Stefan Diggs it's Cole Beasley Emmanuel Sanders mm-hmm. with a uh, bit of a breakout you mentioned Zach Moss as well as getting some love Buffalo's balance is not good news for the rest of the AFC so that was that was a good sight to see but Stefan Diggs he, it, once again the big target for for Josh Allen and against the Washington defense that a lot of people are just scratching their heads with what's going on seems like a smart play yeah I don't know how four. many uh shots you saw of the the videos that were making the rounds from the all 22 type video Dan of you know, when uh, we had Tyler Boyd talking about the Steelers quitting, a lot of mm-hmm. folks wondering about that Washington front as well. Sure. So uh, you've got that. The other part, I, I think just to extrapolate, is week one was preseason. I mean, I, not, to, not that it was because it all counted, right? We got fantasy mm-hmm. points for it, whatever. But, like, none of these guys played. They yep. practiced together. Maybe they had a couple of workouts against other teams, but – they're now just starting to figure each other out and what they're going to be, and hopefully you've been able to benefit in your fantasy leagues, your guillotine leagues, whatever you're doing. Now we look outside of the top five. We start with the players that you want to play. you got to get in your lineup. It may not be obvious at first, but you should play them in week four. They are your hot plays. 
four, week four in the National Football League. Well, we talked about him a lot last week, Dan. Uh, I start with Jalen Hurts going up against Kansas City, uh, just outside the top five uh, in real points, uh, as we talked about last week, but also just outside my top five this week. Kansas City, second most fantasy points allowed to quarterbacks. Uh, Still some injuries on that defense and really just trying to tie it all together uh, and and make it sing. Uh, We talked about Zach Moss, so I want to get him in uh, as an RB2 this week, uh, even if it's just to clean up the mess in and around the goal line. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, we haven't been able to say his name really much at all, uh, but Miami's second most fantasy points allowed to running backs thus far. And let's face it, the only way they're going to win is an awful lot of Taylor and Hines. I don't know that I can sell that as a condiment or anything, uh, but sounds like it. Uh, you got Trey Sermon against your Seahawks. Uh, most uh, fantasy points allowed to running backs thus far. Uh, 10 carries, 31 yards, and a touchdown. And, yes, they're feeding all sorts of other folks uh, back there. But, again, double-digit touch count. Give me a shot as an RB2. Uh, Marquise Hollywood-Brown, I sent him some stickum. So, in theory, he will actually catch one of the touchdown passes. And we can have, you know, hold concurrent thoughts as to what this team is overall because really like what Denver's got popping right now and, and a home game looks awful nice but 23 targets for brown i know he had the three would be touchdown drops a week ago you know when your lions almost upset them and okay well you just had that as a hey don't don't uh, don't sleep on the lions with the ravens coming to town it almost came to fruition there but for justin tucker's magic leg uh and how about odell beckham jr a nice happy return against the bears uh in week three five catches on nine targets for 77 yards and now he's got the minnesota vikings defense that uh, back seven get beat up a bit so an opportunity here for Odell to get back in the good graces of fantasy owners yeah the Jonathan Taylor thing I think a a lot of people who had taken Taylor in their with their first pick in the a first round pick of theirs frustrated I do think as well that it could be an opportunity for him against Miami because it has just not been there and if Naheem Hines does have 57 yards we are going to make a big deal about it on our next uh, podcast all right let's get to the other side of the coin these are the guys that you don't want to touch you don't want to see you don't want to have anything to do with they are your cold sores for week four in the NFL. Yeah, one of them's really tough right off the jump. We've got a couple of cautionary tales to put up there going big game hunting at the quarterback position. But Miles Sanders, great expectations. How about you actually let him run the bleeping ball? And maybe they do this week against Kansas City, fourth most fantasy points allowed to running backs overall, about 30 points per game. Uh, but you saw the the game plan against Dallas, and, and I know Dallas, you know, outworked, outmanned, whatever. But while the game was still close, did you see anybody running the football? No. No, you didn't. They had three runs from running backs uh, in the week three loss. So still one of those where you're scratching your head. Uh, but against Kansas City, maybe the opportunities are there. But do you have the guts to play them? I sure as hell don't. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott against Carolina, they're giving up eight fantasy points per game to opposing running backs. Again, in your RB2, but temper those expectations. Make sure you're maximizing elsewhere. Calvin Ridley going up against Washington. I don't know what uh, the Washington football team defense will be. I know I drafted them in a couple of leagues, and now I'm scratching my head going, man, I should have just gone to the waiver wire week to week off the jump. But you look at Ridley thus far, 20 catches on 29 targets, 175 yards. That's all he's got right now. And one stat that I've seen put out there a bunch, Dan, the depth of target for him, under nine yards. Well, I think I think that there is this thought process where people would just say, oh, Giants, Falcons, Matt Ryan, Danny Dimes after what he did on Thursday, 31 to 29. That's the type of game it's going to be, just like it was in Washington for the Giants. No, that was a 17 to 14 snooze fest. Yeah. And that tells you all you need to know about those two teams right there. I I am really worried about Calvin Ridley uh, because I to to the numbers that you just pointed up, uh, the the lack of arm strength that you would think with with Matt Ryan, I'm really concerned with the Falcons. Yeah, I the thing I I had him high, right? I had him second on my my season long wide receivers just for the fact that I didn't believe the defense was going to be any good. So it was just going to be all right. Let's yeah. wing it around. Yep. And to this point, wing it around at a nine yard depth. <laughs> 
from Target, <laughs> that ain't getting it done. Because no. Calvin Ridley is not a guy that I'm looking it, for a ton of yak. He's not, you know, some of these speed receivers in other spots. No, he's a dominant, just put the ball up and let him go make a play guy that I would have expected that depth to continue in that 15 to 16 yard range. And instead, here we are where it's going to be a lot of fighting after the touch to try to make something happen. And, and Kyle Pitts has been the Pitts as well if yeah. you in, invested in him. I All thought right, he was get- a superhuman. Let's get to the rest of the cold sores for week four. All right, ready? I got uh, three big game quarterbacks that I'm putting on the list and just saying, well, let's hold on. One of the guys I know that's on your pyramid, Derek Carr. Thus far, the Chargers' seventh best against opposing quarterbacks. you got a good pass rush, and you've got an opportunity here. And Carr's been winging it around, and and look, opportunity uh, has knocked time and time again. But if the Chargers get up on him 14 points like all these other teams are, he ain't coming back. (laughs) <laughs> the team, uh, they will pin their ears back and make it a long day. So uh, I would say back end QB1 or a QB, QB2, uh, proceed with caution. How about Aaron Rodgers going up against the Steelers? Really, I don't know what to expect from this Steelers team. Do they have some fight in them? Is TJ Watt able to settle up and, and get after it? You know, they had a big streak broken last week, Dan. What's that? They had 75 games in a row where the Steelers had recorded at least one sack. The Cincinnati Bengals offensive line stopped that streak. That's, well, no T.J. Watt. That played a big part in it. How about that? Some other injuries in that that, uh, Pittsburgh defense as well. But this is one, again, going back to uh, the limited options and can you game plan because you don't need to be heroes for 17 dan you need to be heroes just for one day there you go i bastardized the david bowie lyric uh to fit my purpose and then finally in that game against arizona i know that's a a high point total i i keep wondering when i'm gonna see maybe matthew stafford a bit uncomfortable and to where it's it's not an easy flow uh, as it is. So he's a guy, He's I've, I've ranked him a couple of slots lower. Look, still top 10, and it's more the cautionary tale. In other words, look at what you drafted as a backup, and do you trust that it's just going to continue and this keeps flowing and that you're going to trust what the betting lines are, what have you, or in you know does your gut have that bit of unease to it like mine does uh, as to week four and the possible results? All right, so we've got the hot plays. We've got the cold sores. That leads one category left. Fantasy Ninja. Yes, the Ninjas for week four. All right, let's lock and load uh, out of the jump. We talked about Jacoby Myers, so we'll just take him off the board. Uh, target count is high. Thus far, 29 on the season. Uh, we're looking at Baker Mayfield going against Minnesota. Seventh most fantasy points allowed to opposing quarterbacks. I know he's not sexy, and it's usually the ground game, but here's some opportunity with Odell Beckham Jr. Maybe the Hooper drives the boat a little bit, and we have some fun. Javante Williams, yeah, against Baltimore. Seventh most fantasy points per game allowed to opposing runners it's a workload split still he and melvin gordon and teddy two gloves is directing traffic uh some injuries uh for the ravens on on both sides of the ball uh, i think allowed denver and vic fangio uh when he's not talking out of school about conversations with urban meyer uh to go back and just coach him up See what I did there? Uh, I had to get a Vic Fangio reference in. And other than saying, I wish he was still with the Bears, uh, it really doesn't work for me. Uh, Taylor Heineke against Atlanta. Why? Because he's going to run around and try to make plays. Um, should he? Sometimes no. Uh, and even Ron Rivera is to the point of saying, you know what? He'd, I'd like him to play within a system. Well, that's hard to do once you've already given the guy the football. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire had 100 rushing yards last week against the Chargers. Still a guy people are afraid of. I mean, let's call it what it is because he hasn't been the bust-out dominant player that everybody expected. But still, 15 touches a game and what is expected to be. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. 
Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Juan Gabriel. Juan Gis. Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. be a high-scoring effort. Yeah, give me a shot to have him roll through. And then one that's a bit of a price shot showing my confidence in this offense and and maybe I'm, I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. Uh, but how about Terrace Marshall going up against Dallas? 10 catches on 14 targets for the rookie thus far, 91 yards. Looking at a, a, a guy who's been a consistent one but with no – Christian McCaffrey, other playmakers need to step up. And, look, Carolina is as good as they've been. Schedule's been kind to them thus far. I think they're going to need to put the ball up and score some points. So why not have the Rook come into play? I don't want to put words in Mike's mouth, but he also mentioned Tommy Tremble yeah. as a possibility if you're looking for something at the tight end position. Thunderstruck. Adjective. Shocked and amazed by the power of fun on Carnival. Riding Bolt, the world's first roller coaster at sea. Brian got thunderstruck so hard, his 93-year-old grandmother felt it 3,000 miles away in Nebraska and immediately booked a cruise. Hooray! Get thunderstruck starting at 289. Carnival. Choose fun. Cruises are in U.S. dollars per person, double occupancy. Taxes, fees, and port expenses additional. Restrictions apply. Full details on Carnival.com. Ships registry, Bahamas, Panama. All right, Mike's done all of the heavy lifting. Now it's my opportunity to give him a breather. He could go get a drink of water because I am going to, well, let's just let the imaging do the work. Three, two, one. Give me one reason. Yeah, I'm going to give you one reason to start a guy and one reason to bench a guy. And I have violated this rule in the past, but I have done pretty well, Mike, in 2021 to try to stick to my just give you one reason. And I'm going to give you one reason to start Debo Samuel, wide receiver of the San Francisco 49ers, who started out great against the Lions and has kind of regressed over the last two weeks. But the reason to start him is the Seahawks secondary is a mess. Uh, you mentioned Trey Sermon being a, a, a play for the 49ers as a, as a hot play on the ground. The Seahawks can't stop the run or pass. Their secondary is is a mess right now. So I like Debo Samuel as the start there. I'll give you one reason to bench Lamar Jackson, and it has nothing to do with his hip. 
It's everything to do with what Mike just talked about. And Vic Fangio, sorry, Raiders. This is the best defense that Lamar Jackson and Baltimore has faced as they go to Denver and try to uh, take care of the Broncos. It's not going to happen. Uh, I, I like what Denver's got. Mike, this, is, this isn't a fluke just because of Denver's opponents. They weren't allowing points in the preseason. And I know those games don't count, but, I mean, there's, there's a common theme going along in Denver, and Lamar Jackson's about to face the toughest defense that he's faced this season. So that's the reason I say to bench Lamar Jackson against Denver. Yeah, I mean, you got the injuries with, with Ronnie Stanley and some of the other component pieces right some struggles on the o-line and, and look they got they got the saver win because of justin tucker's leg right makes you breathe easier at least for a moment and coming off of that thriller against kansas city all right a little bit of house money but vic fangio coming into the year before we even got into the schedule it's like all right this is a squad as long as your quarterback is taking care of the football whether it was going to be teddy bridgewater or uh, when we're, we're talking about uh, Drew, Drew Lock, right? Yep. Whichever guy was in the in there, as long as he took care of the ball, they were going to be pretty loaded on both sides. Right? Bradley Chubb's injury is a loss, but you've still got Vaughn Miller flying around. You've still got a defense. And Vic Fangio, whatever you think of him as a head coach, the guy can coach defense. On the offensive side, yeah, you lose Hamler and Judy, but Cortland Sutton's starting to look like Cortland Sutton again. You still got Noah Fant. You got the two-headed monster in the backfield. And Teddy Bridgewater doesn't turn the ball over. And he takes shots downfield. You got Tim Patrick that's emerged. Mm-hmm. So you've, you've got weapons there and, and a pretty balanced squad, which as we go across the NFL through three weeks, Dan, I mean, there's very few teams that you could put in that bucket. And that, regardless of the opponent, just saying, here's our personnel and what they line up to do. So with the injuries in Baltimore, plus, you know, Lamar at, a, at less than 100% behind a shaky offensive line, and Tyson Williams has had a couple of big runs, but otherwise he's, he's not really been much of a factor when it's all said and done, right? Hard, far from the run game that we've seen from Baltimore in the past. Yeah, they're exposed right now. And it's trying to slog through. Dare I say, you've got a Cleveland-Cincinnati battle atop the division as we get (laughs) deeper into the season. How crazy is that? Yeah. No, it it, it really is. And when you make your preseason predictions, you're like – Okay, well, there's no way that this team could do this and that team could do that. Now we're four weeks in and things are already head over heels. Heck, the Chiefs are in last in the AFC West. Well, but the uh, number one of more... injuries, right, and th- yeah. how quickly things change or, or guys fall off a cliff suddenly and, and it changes everything. One more point about Denver. I mentioned the, the preseason. They gave up 13-13-0 and zero in the regular season. They gave up 6-3-12 and 12 in the preseason. And I know preseason's not anything to think of or to, to, to make a big deal out of. However, it's just there's a constant theme with Denver. We'll find out a lot about Denver these next four weeks. Baltimore, Pittsburgh, Las Vegas, and Cleveland are all up. And that Cleveland game is on a short week in Cleveland in week seven. So we'll find out a lot about Denver over these next three weeks. All right, let's wrap this bad boy up. Three-point conversion. I'm going to start, Mike, because I'm actually going to differ with you on Miles Sanders because I think that Nick Sirianni and the Eagles – like there's no excuse to only give him two carries. They're just it, it is. We touched on it in the last podcast. I think that they are going to overcorrect them. See, maybe they'll try to do it with some of their running game. Um, how about this one, Duck Hunt? Yes, I am very wary of Kareem Hunt this week, and I know he's coming off of a great game against Chicago, Mm -hmm. but that to me seems a bit more of the outlier, and they go go to Minnesota, end up facing the Vikings. I just don't think that you can count on Kareem Hunt to have that type of game again, so don't think he's on the automatic start. And really no surprise, my points of Palooza is – in Philadelphia, where the Chiefs take on the Eagles. That's your points of Palooza for week four. I love it. Number one, Captain Kirk for me. Uh, look, efficiency. He's not going to have a huge target count, but in that uh, Arizona game, you're looking at points to be scored. Uh, thus far, 239 receiving yards, two scores. We've already talked about Rondell Moore a lot. We've talked, obviously, about DeAndre Hopkins and even a little bit about A.J. Green. Uh, but Kyler Murray spreading the ball around. There's my maybe daily play or if you're in the injury or chaser mode uh, off some of this stuff then uh, Christian Kirk your play hurts so good yeah it ain't pretty but Jalen Hurts stays in your lineup just don't watch the game 
right? It, it's gonna, it may, it may hurt you uh, at times and be painful, and it won't be Bears Cleveland painful, but uh, there. And Sam, I am. I've alluded to it a number of times between DJ Moore uh, and Marshall, and you know, looking. I don't, I don't know how much I can get out of the run game with Chuba Hubbard. That'll be interesting to see mm-hmm. uh, what he can do. Uh, Look, he's a, an RB2 just based on volume. Uh, but I'm looking for Sam to have his third 300-yard game of the season and be game against that Dallas secondary. As long as he doesn't do something stupid and stay up too long when Micah Parsons is closing. Because that guy's got about as good a closing speed as we've seen uh, sideline to sideline for a while. But uh, it's a fun slate of games. Obviously, everybody's excited about New England and Tampa. Uh, for me, I, I just hope it ends in a uh, scoreless tie. And then no, <laughs> nobody's smarter than the other guy. Nobody's better than the other guy. And they all just kind of tip their caps and move on. I am, I'm actually more interested in the Monday night game. Raiders and Chargers seems to be much more intriguing especially when it comes to a fantasy perspective if you want a great fantasy perspective and you got any questions hit mike Harmon up at swollen dome you can find me on twitter at dan buyer on fox gotta apologize got a tweet or two within about an hour of kickoff last week mike got busy couldn't 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 answer those tweets but again try to do our darndest on yeah, sunday do. mornings to get you any late Uh, lineup matchups until then enjoy Brady against Belichick and we will talk to you next when we recap week four of the NFL we'll talk to you then thunderstruck adjective shocked and amazed by the power of fun on carnival riding bolt the world's first roller coaster at sea Brian got thunderstruck so hard his 93 year old grandmother felt it 3,000 miles away in Nebraska and immediately booked a cruise Get Thunderstruck starting at 289. Carnival. Choose fun. Cruises are in U.S. dollars per person, double occupancy. Taxes, fees, and port expenses additional. Restrictions apply. Full details on Carnival.com. Ships Registry, Bahamas, Panama. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at First first Listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts do you love selena like really love Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to Stan, the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.